everybody, Jack here. Just wanted to check in and acknowledge that uh, our episodes have been sporadic as of late. Uh, that is entirely on me. Uh, I, like I assume a lot of people, have been struggling with some stuff recently, but we will make it through, and we really appreciate you all hanging out with us and sticking with us. Uh, in any case, we are working to get back on track and keep doing fun stuff, and to that end, we'll be dropping a very special episode tomorrow and another full episode this weekend. Cheers, and happy almost Halloween. All right, here's the episode. Let's assume, let's assume that hell is relatively data-driven. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Town Podcast, brought to you by us over at AtoZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. That's what we call a nippy sweetie, Jack. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who's more of an Old Testament guy. It's Mark. Long time no talk, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's been almost two minutes. For <laughs> those of you unfamiliar with our cracker, I'm hitting my mic. It's a disaster. Listener, you should know we're doing back-to-back recordings. We're on the second one of a back-to-back recording, so it's going to get oh weird. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with our crackerjack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2014's Let Us Pray, which I'm hoping was a Jake pick, because that's what it I wrote down. It was. It was. It was. Boom. Twas. Nice. Nailed Twas. it. And we are going to dive all the way into that movie real soon, and fair warning, when we do, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And hey, we do have a Patreon where you can come hang out with us and get some cool perks for donating. Um, not donating, but at the moment it actually is donating because right now, as we have Boom. been for the last few months, we are donating all of our Patreon proceeds to Feeding America. They need the money a lot more than we do, as do a lot of places. So come hang out with us over there if you want to. It's an okay time to do that. Or if you can't, do at least consider donating where you can, whatever you can, to a charity that could use your money. We've been using blacklivesmatters.carrd.co as a good list of resources and ways to help. But if you need a little escapism for right now, and God knows we all do, yeah, yeah. hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. So it's time to do the getting drunk part. So boys, on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jack. What are your beers for the movie you picked for the 2014 movie, Let Us Pray? 2014 feels old. Like, I feel like I remember this coming out when we were doing this operation, so that's a bizarre thing. We'll talk <laughs> yes, about that Yes, that's more. the thing. Is it, is it feels like it... I That's what I was going to say. It feels new because it was when we started this. <laughs> yeah. And that, that still feels new true. to me. It does. It, you know, I wish we could go back. I wish we could go back. <laughs> anyway, my beer, I, I'm staying on the same train here. I am drinking beers that are a little bit different than I feel like the train that I have, the tracks that I've gotten on, which the is the same train. You name. mean like the same as last week's train? The same as last week's episode, which was fucking an hour ago or whatever in real time. Because <laughs> again, back to back episodes. The funny I thing is, like, is, these two episodes are going to come out like three months apart. Somehow. Yeah, that's the that's the actual <laughs> funny part. Uh, the tracks that I've gotten on have been to like go to store, pick name that associate that I can associate with title of movie and whatever substance of movie, rinse, repeat. I'm 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 bored of it. So what did I do with this Scottish movie? I got a Scotch ale, and there's something to be said about facing your fears. So Jack. I got an oh, old buddy. chub, Scotch Ale. Oh, hell yeah, you from did. From Oscar Blues. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm Oscar. going, I mean, a Scotch Ale applies to this Scottish of horror movies, which we don't see a lot of, so I'm going to face my fears. Listener, this is a beer that I have a notoriously poor history with. I don't really like it, so we'll see. It's been a long time. We'll see how it goes. Now, now Jake. Yes. 
Oh no! Oh no! Oh, yeah. No, I, I actually, I actually didn't get it. But oh. it is a, it is a Scottish movie. It is also yes. an Irish movie. Yes, and but for that reason, one of my Sc- it's the Irish years. Film Board. Wait, why is it? Yeah, wait, why is it both? I don't think it's it's, both. it's Scottish, but it's Produced the Irish in Film Ireland Board with Irish actors. Both. They're they're both. It is okay, Scottish. Yeah, it's more Scottish. Don't steal my thunder here. It's an Irish horror movie too, and for that reason, Jesus I'm drinking Christ. a harp lager. No oh, god. Uh, but beyond that, I'm also drinking a heretic lager because this movie Ooh, is that fits better. Just stay, just stick with the heretic. Heretics. Don't don't pitch in. Um, that's whatever. the real don't, one. Don't. I just happened. I actually happened to have some harps in my fridge god, when smells. I was watching this movie. Like, um, but. Uh, yeah, I'm drinking Heretic because this movie is about a whole bunch of heretics who get killed for their sins. Mark, what are you drinking? Yeah, similar theme, except I did not go uh, geography with it. I did not reference Ireland or Scotland with mine. Local beer to start. I got an Imperial Stout made by Squatters called Outer Darkness. Um, Outer Darkness, for those unfamiliar, is sort of the lowest it is basically is hell in the uh LDS slash Mormon religion um around here in Salt Lake City. <laughs> and in this movie you you obviously have Liam Cunningham definitively as the devil or maybe a fallen angel, some type of thing that has been relegated to outer darkness he, to exactly the devil. He's he the lets devil. on to the fact that yes. The he yeah, he says some things that makes you think he is the devil. He's the devil or the Grim Reaper or some yeah. type of angel. Um, Chiron, Caron, whatever yeah. his name is. Um, the other one I got is from Distill Brewery. They make a bunch of hazies that are absolutely fucking delicious. Um, and this one is Haze of the Dead, double IPA. I realized as I was getting these out of the fridge that uh, the first beer that I have is a 10.5%, and this is a tall boy, and it is 8.5%, so this is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Um, but where yeah, as far as steel, into it. where's the steel out of? I th- want to say Chicago. Give me two seconds. We don't get uh, the steel here. Normal, so. normal Illinois. What? Normal Illinois. Nice. Is that a, is that, that sounds a, like a real place. Erie, Indiana. Okay. Yeah, normal cool. Illinois. Uh, Distill makes good beers. I like them a lot. Um, but yeah, cool. Haze of the Dead. This has. This is sort of. This is one of those movies that. Well, I don't. I don't feel like I really need to explain this one that much. But everyone in this movie is dead at the start, essentially. Not. Not literally within the script, but that kind of is the way also, that this marches though, on. That as soon as know. Liam Cunningham shows up, everybody's gonna die. There's maybe more interesting Mark's things to talk about here than in our last episode. <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> because the last episode was a nothing happened monstrosity of a movie. <laughs> All right, boys, but drinking beers and watching Let Us Pray isn't the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other horror shit. So let's talk about what's been rocking our horror world, starting, of course, with paying up on Lost Beers for Fears and Lost Bets. Let's cue that sound effect. Mmm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. You go and do something like this. What an idiot! You suck, you jackass! So, I don't actually have a lost beer for fear, but I do have a lost bet to pay up on. Uh, Mark, I made a very ill-advised bet with you about the presence of one Kel Mitchell in a little Oh my god, you watched Mystery Men. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, And not only did I watch Mystery Men, I made my lovely wife watch Mystery Men with me on a Tuesday night. Uh, we watched Mystery Men together. She hated it, and I loved it, <laughs> and we had a bad night because of it. <laughs> we argued a lot. So par for the course. 
Uh, this movie kind of sucks, but it's also super fun. I fucking love Janine Garofalo, and it's a lot of fun. It's a good movie. And William H. Macy and Ben Stiller. William H. Macy rules. This cast is he's the so shoveler. fucking stacked, man. Yeah. Uh, this movie is cast. so... It's, I cannot imagine how this movie got made. It's also got like the... Uh, like like from Tim Burton from the Tim Burton Batman movies, so like painted backgrounds of like this this weird industrial giant city. It's very bizarre. Um, but I'm so excited to just... watch this. I, I I I told you I would watch this along with you, and I haven't gotten back to it yet. But it, it is it's going to happen in hopefully the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, also, like obviously, Janine Garofalo is the bowler, right? And she's the daughter of the actual bowler, who is like the most famous superhero. Uh, but then she put her dad's skull in a bowling ball, and she talks to it. I did not think I would be able to get tired of Janine Garofalo talking to a skull enveloped in a bowling ball, but I got tired of it almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, it turns out it's not a gag I wanted in my it's life. It's very bad. <laughs> Jake, you look very confused. A bunch of like high schoolers in dance attire just walked by the front of my home and that is concerning to me oh are you uh, part well, of a school back in session here in idaho jake <sighs> if you jake you're excused uh if you want to just go like pop out your front door and just kind of like meander with them for a little bit try and blend tag in. along yeah, yeah see if you can get i'm old enough happening. that that would be probably concerning problematic yeah yeah, yeah. You have to give me a call as your lawyer right afterwards i'm yeah, sure yeah, yeah jake but but th- <laughs> ask this if you're being true. detained for people in Idaho, this is, or for people not in Idaho, this is true. Because the schools are now open in person, the strip clubs in town are also now open in person. They Jesus. were tied together. The torch, Fuck. the torch two, and the spearmint rhino are all now open again because the schools opened. I have a question, just real quick. Yes, Do the strippers yes, have to wear masks while they're up on stage? I don't, I don't know, but I'm very curious. <laughs> Jack will be there in six hours. <laughs> Report back. Uh, God, For the I, record, I, I'm just joking. About what? what? <laughs> I mean, yes, about you know, me going there? Science. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe, maybe for science, I don't know. I forgot where we were or what we were talking about. You mystery talk, men. Uh, you talk about mystery men. Oh, yeah, that's all I got. I have yeah. that bet to pay up on. Um, okay, you got yeah. mystery men. I have I, I I also that, had... I, just for the record, making my wife watch that with me has lost that lost me movie picking privileges for the next three weeks. So I'm not allowed to pick movies. Are you for ha- us to watch. are you pleased with yourself? <laughs> no, I figured. I mean, I I would find I would find that an adequate price to pay to watch Mystery Man. <laughs> it's so long. That How movie is, is so long. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. How's Kel Mitchell in it? A uh, bat actually. <laughs> okay. Surprising. <laughs> He's usually so good in the things he does. But he's uh, not even playing the Kel character. <laughs> he's playing Invisible Boy. I have yeah. another thing to pay up on. Uh, again, also a lost bet, not technically a lost beards for fears, but we're couching these together. Um, Jack, I lost a bet uh, because I said that you wouldn't have something posted by July 12th. That's how long this has been on the board. Um, and you gave me the movie Daybreakers to watch. So I watched okay. the movie Daybreakers. <laughs> because I think that was a bottom one of yours, I think. It definitely wasn't. You just pulled it out of nowhere and gave it to me. Oh. I, I, it, this is this would never be a bottom one of mine because this movie is not, I mean, it's awesome, but it's not anywhere. I wouldn't, I don't have bad thoughts of this movie. This is a fun one. I enjoy it. Um for the uninitiated, this is... Oh, this was an Ethan Hawke crazy... Why- okay, I remember why I Also, this movie yeah. is older than this operation. Exa- Daybreakers came out in 2009. It stars Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, uh, and it's about a world in which um, humans have essentially become vampires, 
and they're running out of humans as a source for blood. So the population itself is starving. As you starve, you turn into these like vicious, crazy, feral vampires. Great concepts. That are called undersiders. And the undersiders problem is now taking over um, society as people collectively starve to death, which is actually, I yeah, it's a very good fucking concept. love this riff on vampire. I love yeah, it. We, we made this bet during the Antichrist movie, uh, during the Antichrist episode. Oh, so. Jesus, really? Is that, yeah. is that real? Okay. Yeah, because it's a William Dafoe movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember okay. why. Okay, that's fine. Uh, it also has Sam Neill in it, which I kind of forgot about. He's, love it. Yep, he's also in the background, being very arch, as always. Yeah, I saw um, this a long time ago. I didn't realize this until this time around, but this movie was directed by the Spearig brothers who also did Predestination. I think I've brought Predestination up on this uh, podcast before. If I haven't, not directly horror uh, as much as it is just sort of a sci-fi time travel mindfuck movie, but Predestination fucking rules, and that's also Ethan Ethan Hawke. Um, Go watch Predestination if you're in the mood for a little bit of a change of pace for horror. That movie rocks. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we've basically talked about it at this point. This is good to decent, big budget action horror starring vampires and like SWAT teams. And, you know, you got machine guns, you got pseudoscience. You have a dude who is, is known for, uh, customizing vampire cars so that they can go really fast during the daylight and be light proof and all this other shit. Uh, the movie it's, it's, I mean, it's just a fun ride all the way around. Jack, I'm not sure what the inner machinations of your mind were that made you choose this random thing from 10 years ago, but I enjoyed it. We were talking about how awesome Willem Dafoe is, and I remember this movie being delightful. Yeah, dude, Willem Dafoe fucking rules. He's the Green Goblin. Yeah, I'm saying, man. That's Daybreakers. Um, I watched it on Amazon. You have to rent it. It's not free anywhere as far as I can tell, but it's it's a good one. Oh, yeah, I had to pay $5.99 to rent Mystery Man. It was a bad deal. Ooh, I might wait on it then if it's five ninety nine. It's a bit much for the HD. For the A, you can get SD for four ninety nine. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not an SD gentleman. What do you, what do you think I am? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's time to cue Scatman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's time to cue Scatman. Get us out of here. The SD version of Scatman, please. Scatman's world. All right. I have one to talk about in regular rocking horror worlds, and this is. Indicative of something I'm going to be doing a lot more in the future. I've been doing some shop infrastructure upgrades uh, to my shop. Now I, I've, I ran internet out there. It's got its own router. Uh, we got a TV out there now. It's connected to Shutter. So while I'm out working in the shop, I have Shutter on. I turned on Shutter TV. It popped up with the most recent movie. I watched Spiral from 2020, from this last month. Not oh, the Sam Jackson I am very spiral. intrigued by this. This looked yeah. very cool from the teaser clip thing that we had. It's not as cool as the teaser clip that we watched. Okay. It is a good movie. I don't want to spoil too much about what's going on here. Very broadly, this is a movie about um, it, it's a, a gay couple moving from a city to kind of the exurbs uh, with their teenage daughter, who's recently lost her mom and is very bitter about it. It's like a parenting, kind of queer issues, uh, teenaged angst stuff going on, and then horror ensues on top of all of that Can with I ask, this weird Christian cult. This is yes. sort of a weird weird question, but do they expound upon the how the relationship that the girl has with her mother? Like, was, this, was one of the gay couple bisexual and had a wife before or like what was it is a part of the film yes okay gotcha um that that relationship is a part of the movie um 
And look, it's a cool movie. I think it's well acted. I think the concepts are good. It's it's not mind blowing, but it's doing a lot of cool stuff, and it's definitely worth the watch, especially if you have Shutter because it's free on Shutter. Because they're on um, a heater. They are on a, on a heater. heater. Yes, Jake. Um, we did HRR but, last episode, and we didn't really mention this, but Shutter has like five different movies coming out. Original episode. films coming yeah. out. Yeah, they're they're going nuts. Yeah. Um, but if you're, a horror, if you're a horror fan and you're not subscribed to Shutter at this point, I think that is probably a mistake. Like, it is. It, it is one of the first, cheapest subscription services out there. Yeah, get yeah. rid of Hulu and get Shutter. We when we first and the yeah when we first started doing this whole thing and subscribed to Shutter, it was kind of like. I don't know. Oh, it felt like the right thing to do, but there oh. wasn't a ton on there. I feel like it has gotten significantly stronger. There's a lot of stuff that we watch that just is on Shutter. Yeah, just like randomly. If you're like again, we'll say this. We say it every single time. We're not sponsored by Shutter. We just are fans of the service. <laughs> Especially we would be me, sponsored by Shutter. Yeah, we've got to stop saying that, otherwise we'll never be sponsored by Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. There's something to be said for honesty. They'll they'll come around. It's fine. Yeah. Well, Either way, um, yeah, work. this movie was called <laughs> Spiral. It's worth watching. It's got a lot of interesting stuff to say. It's not mind-blowing. Sure. Uh, that's what I got. Jake, how about you? Yeah. I watched a movie that is also recent. I cannot remember what month it came out, and I didn't bother to check, but it's called I See You. Do you guys remember this one? A little yes, bit. because I highly recommended it to you. This is the one with um, not Laura Dern. Who's in it? Who's the main lady? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so Mark's already seen this, Jack. You have not. I'll go ahead and just... I liked this movie a lot. Echo the recommendation. This movie, I think the most successful part of this, after having seen it, was that I, even having seen the trailer, nothing was spoiled for me. In fact, it might have misdirected me, and that's all I'm going to say. There's some some turns in this thing. I, I, I really enjoyed almost every facet of this movie. I, it's... I can't say much without spoiling it. I'm I'm like yeah, walking don't. on a fucking yeah, tightrope right now. Yeah. Uh, but Jack, that you'll remember this one. This is the one that had kind of like the monkey mask, frog mask frog, thing. Frog mask, I, yeah. I remember frog yeah. monkey yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I walked into this thinking it was going to be a slasher. It's not. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> last I, last I saw, this is free on Prime. Is that still true? Yeah. Yes. Did I pay for this? No, probably not. It's probably free on Prime. I watched it on Prime. Don't remember if I paid. I watched a lot of stuff on Prime, dude. Can't keep track of what I pay for and what I don't. Buy a lot of pistachios, too, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, I am actually, I'm proud. I am proud to say I have never shown, I have never walked to my front door and accepted a package with pistachios in it. I have Why are you proud of that? What? I, am, I have successfully alleviated that concern because pistachios are expensive and you're going to fucking ship them. Dude, save the Listener. earth, man. Listener, I think this has only ever come up on the podcast before, but Jake has uh, an, an Amazon-enabled voice thing. I have a very, I have a, I have a very yeah. voice-enabled home. And and Mark and I go there sometimes and say, Alexa, order pistachios whenever we're there. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes in the sense that, like, it's within the first three sentences we say when we come into his house. That there's <laughs> been very, there's been very little home time considering pandemic. But yes, every single yeah, in the time. before times, the long, long ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Right. I like it. Mark, what you got? I've got a special one for you. Uh this was the other Ooh. one that was at the top of my list for September of last uh whatever, of twenty twenty, last month. I don't know when you're oh, listening to this listener. Like, okay. September twenty twenty was when this movie came out. Um I, I watched I'm thinking of ending things on Netflix. 
Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. And, um, all two hours of it. Please don't. It's a it. long one, and it's like a special kind of long. So the oh. the missing piece of information that I did not have. Uh, I mean, it was made freely available to me, and I just didn't connect it. Um, but I didn't have going into this was that this is a Charlie Kaufman movie. Charlie Kaufman is also known for things like um, adaptation, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, being John Malkovich, that type of movie. Yeah, that are intentionally opaque, um, and really more ruminations on I, the the dude doesn't make movies that conform to standard structure um at all nope. and this is not an exception to that and beyond that this is probably the best example of something that is baffling that he has done um uh-oh so the highlights of this movie <laughs> oh no <laughs> Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons the two Jessies uh, yeah, okay, are yeah. the leading characters in this, and they are both absolutely magnetic. If this movie does Unsurprised. anything, if this movie does anything right, it's put them two on screen together and have them do interesting monologues. And this movie is full of monologues. Okay. Um, and then as a backdrop to that, you have Tony Collette, and I'm blanking on the other guy's name, but he was the dude who played um, Lupin in. Uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to go Harry Potter. I knew it. I knew it. Whatever. Uh, they it's play. Fine. The, they yeah. they play the uh, they play the parents of Jesse Plemons, and as a concept, this movie is um, a girlfriend who is thinking of ending her relationship with her boyfriend, meeting her boyfriend's parents for the first time, and the awkwardness that ensues, and things yeah. are not as they seem, and it's awkward and cringeworthy and very weird and very long and very very cannot understate this dense. This movie could very easily <laughs> fall into the trap that things like uh, Ghost Story or Neon Demon do, where oh, they're no. trying to be over-the-top, artsy um, theses on like a deconstruction of what Hollywood is. And actually, I walked away from this kind of liking it, but also hating it. I have I, this is a very confusing and befuddling movie for me. Uh, I <laughs> No, I I you, you're saying enough. You're saying yeah. enough because the but in the statement uh where you were comparing it to uh like Neon Demon and Ghost Story is enough considering yeah. the diatribes I've heard. It is a good version of that, of that? movie. And 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 I cannot understate this enough. That is based on the strength of Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons as actors. If you just want to see those two people fire lines off of each other, yeah, against I do. a I want that fully Kafka esque, obscure. I don't know if I want that penetrable background of that part's movie narrative. David Thewlis. Mark, I've been yeah. this whole time. I haven't been listening to you at all because I've just been googling who the fuck you meant by Lupin and Harry Potter. Yeah, and there are so many pages on that shit. I couldn't figure it out. David Thewlis, the guy is delightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and I and that's no, the cast on me. I should have written his name down. I didn't. I didn't have it off the top of my head. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a solid cast. It has, I mean, seven people in it. Hey. But. But Four Mark, of them are the people we've mentioned. So, as someone else, I think we both gave this our top one. Maybe it was just me. Do we both give? it I our gave top one? my top one to uh, Babysitter Killer Queen. Okay, I gave it top one. So, as someone who is staring at this apparently exceptionally daunting task, I have to ask this question because you haven't really told us. 
does horror ensue? Yes. Well, yeah, I'm 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 good. Mm, no, I'm good. Well, it, you said yes. You said yes. It is yes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify this by saying it's Charlie Kaufman yes. horror. <laughs> the oh, book that God. it is based on. I actually also didn't know that this is based on of a book uh, um, on a book. Um, is definitively horror. The movie itself is also definitively horror. That's fine. But it's but it's 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 a very it's very Kaufman centric of like yeah. delving into opaque psychological happenings that are just confusing. The 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 horror aspects of this are you just being sent on a, a you're you're spinning off kilter, having yeah. no idea what the fuck I is mean, happening. This it's just was... a disorienting movie. This was probably like a misguided top one for me, and it was no. For the record, the trailer was damn near perfect. It was yes, and I cannot not go with the top one after I see something with Jesse Buckley because I find her to be magnetic, like you said earlier. But uh, as someone who also you... is not a huge fan of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I'm a little scared. As so... as a just general curiosity, do you have any uh, bearing point for Jesse Buckley outside of? Um, Outside of Chernobyl? Yeah. No. That's the only place I I, I knew her from. No, but that's, do I need more, Mark? No, not really. She was great in Chernobyl. Okay, great. She's she's so good in Chernobyl. I I want to watch her, and I'm forgetting the name of the movie where she's playing the musician, where I heard she was fantastic, but I can only watch horror things now. (laughs) She's in a lot of mystery men. She's in a lot of BBC shit. She's like... Including their adaptation of War and Peace is how I think she rose to prominence. But she's she's been in like a lot of BBC, like like all those British actors. Once you're on a thing in the BB on the BBC, you're on everything on British TV. And she was also in Wild Rose. That was the one that I was saying was like yeah okay she yeah yeah yeah, yeah she she got accolades one? for that yeah that's the musician one okay. she got accolades for that. I have not seen it because again I don't have time to watch things that aren't horror right now. But she's a delight. And I think she's real cute. Yeah, I completely agree. And it sounds like a movie you should watch, Jake. And it's only an so, hour and two more hours long. An I'm hour and two I'm more. I'm tentative on the movie you should watch because one of three things will happen. You will, okay. option number one, you will like it and appreciate it for what it is. Option number two, you will hate it because of the fact that it is. Or and number Andy three, Cop- the fact that Cop- it Cop- is. <laughs> You'll understand. You'll understand when you watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or number three, um, this movie will hit you in a way. This is a wildly, wildly. I cannot. I. I mean, this cannot be exaggerated in any way. This is a depressing fucking movie. Fuck. So there's also an outside chance that this unzips something in you. And Mark, um, I'm already unzipped, bro. You unzipped me, Doc. You unzipped me. I'm already unzipped. I can't take anymore. I just picked a movie about cute fuzzy aliens i can't do it yeah you go that was last episode but you might you might want to give this one some breathing room and let yourself watch it when you're a little bit more emotionally stable i don't know there are a few times with this one where i was just like they they this movie this is a movie of monologues and every once in a while one of them lands and you're just like oh my god (laughs) this is almost impossible truth man but is Charlie Kaufman's most accessible work being John Malkovich somehow? Is I that would say it's Adaptation. Where... Adaptation is an incredible okay. movie. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm the Nicolas Cage guy on the podcast, but that is an unassailably good movie. 
I'm, I'm glad there's so, another answer because being John Malkovich should not be anyone's most accessible work. I'm not the only other the only other one I'm going to point out about this thing is that the entire movie is shot in four three, which I find such a strange oh choice. Oh my god, I don't that think is I like that. so pretentious <laughs> at this point. Is it pretentious? Yes. Why is that pretentious? Because it has to be. Why Mark, else would you do it? It's insisting upon it's itself. Insisting, it insists upon itself, Lois. It insists upon <laughs> itself. That and that is this movie. It is pretentious, but this is the you. You just argued against it. Okay, whatever, whatever. But this is the. I. I mean, it's so good because it's a vehicle for acting, and they give, they yeah. they just give the reins to these two incredible. Well, four really, I should say, incredibly talented actors, and they and they then they do it. They just deliver, and you're like, this is opaque and impossible to watch, but holy shit, you guys are really good at what you do. Yeah. Okay. Mark, you got anything else, or are we going to feature presentation? No, that is feature presentation. Let's end on that. Let's do it. Over at com this week, we watched 2014's Let Us Pray. Now, Jake, you picked this flick. Explain why. Uh, okay, so I saw this movie once, uh, probably like two or three years ago, and it is it's one of those that is a lesser known indie horror flick that I think is among the leading cast of like that group that just hit really, really hard around that time. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But not much has come of, I think, that like lead that those had. And I'm interested in checking it out again. It stuck with me a little bit for a while, too. So I wanted to see if it would hit me as hard or like why it might have made me think about it after it's after. Well, it I got to tell you something, Jake. I had never seen this movie before. Neither had I. I didn't know that much about it. I knew uh, like British horror movie. I knew Police Station, and that was about it. Yeah. And I had no idea what the fuck I was getting. That's into probably with the this best one. case scenario, to be honest with you. Yeah, I was super happy about that. Mark, how about you? Same same exact boat. I mean, I knew roughly what I was getting into, but I knew yeah, Liam hadn't Cunningham. seen it. Yeah. I knew Liam Cunningham. Uh so the, the yeah. I'm pretty sure I forgot. The other reason I picked this is because of Mark the fact picked that Dog Soldiers. Yeah, that, you said yeah, this. I like, That's what I was just about to say. Yep. yep. Uh, I also just referred to myself in the third person, which I, I, I was gonna have to mention, but I was too <laughs> deep in my beer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Liam Cunningham joint Davos. He's a very solid gentleman. Um, the Onion Knight. Yeah, I, whatever. We'll get into my, my critiques of the movie as a whole when we, when we start talking about it. Mark but hated I, it. Yeah, I, I, I went in essentially blind. Call it 90% blind. On That's this great. One. I'm, I'm exactly it. there with you. Yeah. I love and that we got two of you shit. without basically any knowledge that's, the that's only good. thing this is there's this is a weird time capsule but like when we used to do uh cutting room as a released thing where each of us weighed in on the movies we watched um in text on the website uh we would all upload our three or four pictures from the movies and i would put them into a collage so the only thing that i had for this movie was a few of the shots from the movie, and one of them specifically is the very famous scene. Well, I don't. Very famous is very. It's is, not very famous. Obviously, an exaggeration. The but noteworthy, the noteworthy scene from this is uh the what's McCree? Is that the McCree, main guy? Yeah, I don't know the, the sergeant's yeah. name when he yeah. comes in and he's like strapped in barbed wire, shirtless, 
And I was, and, and he uploaded that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this movie? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what this belongs to." Yeah, because you didn't label it. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what? I mean, it was for a collage. It didn't matter. It's just a guy with barbed wire holding a shotgun. It's fine. And hey, that yeah. is one of the most noteworthy scenes of the movie. Sure, exactly. So uh, that's there what are I had things going to be in. said about the way in which this movie progresses, and yes, we will probably. Yes. Do those. There are. Yeah. But before we do, Jake, you pick this movie, and you know what that means. You have to hit us with a 30-second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start. A mysterious man rides in on the back of the wind in Scotland, and he rolls into a really sleepy town, uh, basically collecting people into a police station where it comes to be known that he is some sort of a grim reaper or devil type character judging these people for the sins that they have committed during their lives and everything goes to fucking hell in a handbasket where they're killing each other and it just is full on mayhem and at the end of the movie everybody's daddy's collected their souls and one of the women is basically his time that's all that happens yeah, he falls. He, the devil falls in love with a woman for some reason. Well, I mean, she's had a lot of shit done to her. I don't know the backs. There's a lot of like, kind of not explained stuff in this movie. It's the devil went down opaque. to South Wales. He was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Bailey, um, he had a history with her, and uh, I don't know if he loved her for. I don't know. Maybe she has always well, been a character where he knows everything. He knows everything. That's all that matters. Okay, we're going to... God, I want to talk about all of that. But first, we have to talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror this fits into except religious, because I'm taking that one. Yeah, yeah. definitely religious. Um, we, Indie, foreign. Yeah, indie. Okay, cool. So just take two. That's fine. That's fun. That's a good game. <laughs> all right. You're, wel- you're welcome. Why, fun, cool. Why, why not even play if you can't even fucking win? Like, I can't even... <laughs> Mark. Continue. This maybe it's just because it's set in a police station, and I'm like just on the assault on precinct thirteen train. But this feels like a siege slash like home invasion movie in a weird way. There's that's a, probably well a wrong. period a period of well no the McCready sequence is when a McCready siege. comes back in. It's a yeah. little home invasion. It, this yeah. has a lot of different things happening. <laughs> it's it's whatever the genre would be where you're just like trapped in the asylum. Yeah, I think thing. I think that this is there's some siege elements here. Yeah. Other Just than that, n- I not mean, as it's... much as like the void. That's full on siege on a precinct. Yeah. Uh, let me let me add this really value added thing that we have on our list of supernatural. Supernatural. Yep. <laughs> God. <laughs> what a stupid subgenre that is. We need to get rid of that. In its you didn't entirety. complain about it last episode. Well, that's because that movie was supernatural. Oh. <laughs> this one, Jake, is just the truth. You com- you were the one that okay, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I think uh, we got yeah. it. We got there. That's all. Yeah. We Let's move on to what the movie does right. Let's start talking about this thing in earnest. And holy shit, what a wild ride this movie was! My it is God. both wild and riled, Jack. <laughs> it is. Absurd. It riled me up. Um. Okay. So I'm. I. I will let you guys elucidate upon like. What where I'm gonna start with this, but Can here's we, the thing. Wait, is it is it a thing that you elucidate upon something? Uh do you just elucidate it? Yeah, I think yeah. you just elucidate upon okay, it. Okay, well whatever. It's fine. That's a very You could elucidate thing. a top. Mark, uh, you know how uh, many beers uh, we've uh, drank. Uh, I think saying elucidate upon is just fine at this I'm stage. I'm finishing right now my ten and a half percent, so I yeah. assume in about five minutes I'm gonna stop making 
any sense whatsoever. Okay, so you had to grab that one last <laughs> yeah, chance. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I see. Okay, anyway, I will elude, I will let you Is elucidate. it comprised of or composed of, Jake? It is comprised thereupon. <laughs> Comprises. There you go. Stop Jack. saying comprised of. Oh, my God. I'm going to... I'm going to... Okay, oh, reference. my God. Mark, he, that was a reference to the last movie. I know. Like I am aware. Here's the thing. thing. This Here's, is... Oh, it's, um, hold on. I'm fully, I'm fully derailing this conversation. There's a are. person I work with... Every time I use comprises a lot when I write, um, and every time I send a document with comprises to a certain person who has to approve the things that I write, and be they, and then they become whatever the accepted new revision. They always, always correct it to comprises of. Oh and God, I get wrong so on close. Every level. I get so Not close. Even the way to, I get so close wrong. to having a stroke. Every yeah. single time, you get it my back blood pressure you, spikes by. I mean, like 30. you read it, and the musical accompaniment is just <laughs> Mark. You're pretty much that guy from that Reply All episode who spends his all of his spare time correcting Wikipedia articles that misuse comprised. In a way, you yeah, basically I mean, are. In an alternate life, that's probably that's probably we are me. supposed any, to be talking any, about the movie. Any hoosles, right. Let's continue talking about what the movie is. Okay, right. I'll let you take this from where I'm going to start, but I'm finding that one of the things that I really enjoy are movies that at a point go for it, go way overboard, go over the rails, go insane. And this movie does that. The The whole, where this takes a turn, it really, really takes a turn. Yes, this movie makes a choice. On that note, we should probably watch their watching in the next crop oh i was gonna say we've seen they're watching that movie makes a choice too holy fuck yeah Um, as far as movies go that make choices i think yeah i think what i what i really liked about this after having seen it for a second time now is definitely like the if if this could be put into three acts like the third act it is the actiony splattery insanity that ensues when mccready comes back and honestly it happens a little bit before it's where People leave the precinct and you only have what's her name. This is another movie where it's like, I don't know anybody's fucking name. It's like anytime <laughs> you get cops or authority figures, like, I don't know, whatever. The the primary, uh, the final girl, so to speak, uh, when they leave her Peggy. at the jail. Okay. When they leave her at the jail, everything goes insane. And I appreciate the hell out of that because... It took a very slow and measured way to get there. And for a while, you're kind of wondering what this is going to be. It's stylized. It's interestingly shot. But there's not a ton going on. And then there's the turn. <laughs> but what would you define as the turn? This movie has like when, seven yeah. turns in it. No, it's when people bef- leave the precinct, man. It's when... it's when yeah. the cr- Okay, here's the turn. McCree is driving back to his pad and he's pugging off fucking scotch for all i know because that's like at the 30 minute mark that is no a third no of the way no it's not movie. no it's not nope no uh, there's so many people like driving with with just taking pugs off of scotch that's that's an underlying theme of this whole yeah. movie yeah well there's two there's two there's only like eight characters so yeah it, at least a quarter of these people are driving ham bones i mean that's the least of the crimes they're committing what this movie what this movie crime. does right is it's it's commitment to being insane to i like the ramp up okay that's the best way i can put it the ramp up is what this movie does right 
I don't know if I like the ramp up. I like how absolutely buck wild this movie is kind of throughout the whole but thing. I don't think that it's that buck wild until that point. It's it's a it's a kind of a mystery. I think it's you brooding. don't know what's happening. You're trying to figure out what's going on. There's this weird they got these two cops that are banging in their police car. You got she picks up this kid, you don't know what's it's going excellent. on with this kid. You got then you get Liam Cunningham shows up at, at the precinct and things are kind of going weird. And then it's just like, and then all of a sudden, the sergeant at the precinct is a closet gay man who's a serial killer just beating people to death with his fists and putting them in his fridge. I, I, I don't like this because we're we're getting into what the movie does wrong, and I I we can we can broach this subject now, I guess, if you want. But like. This is maybe what we're getting at is that this is what the movie does middle is that we're say, talking about what the movie does right. And you're only to, Mark, you to, are only say, talking about the other two categories to say something goes uh, to, to say that this movie goes from zero to 60 would be to assume that there is a linear direction of acceleration. <laughs> it's uh, exponential. And I guess what this movie does right is that it really catches you off guard by veering off of its path but also that is also what this movie does middle and wrong because no, it I is with that. fully unpredictable so and bonkers there's the personal you, choice the, like as somewhat that's what i'm saying i guess is i love that to quote mark bonkers element of you. this like <laughs> i like movies that do this potentially there's some that i might not but the fact that this did what it did was perfect. Like, I loved it. I guess my only rebuttal of that, I am mostly in your camp. However, what I would say is I like it when those movies go 90-degree angle twist. Why? When they, That's when they so earn formulaic, it. man. That's what indie whore can do. I'm agreeing you. can't you have asshole. in what are Jake, you, you are Why making, are you arguing Jake, with me this right is, now? You are, this is the wrong thing you're saying. <laughs> Mark okay. is making you, your point. I don't here. know. You're talking. Mark about- was about to justify your dumb position. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus I'm I, I'm feeling attacked. I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, I like it when those movies make those choices and go in a different direction. I mean, we're talking like Borderlands. They're watching Let Us Pray is a great example where they are on a path. You kind of have an expectation of where they're going, and then they veer, and sh- the stuff gets crazy. Yes, but I feel like. That is at best what the movie does middle, unless they like lay the groundwork of putting the little the seedlings out there to kind of imply in a very subtle way to the to the viewer that these things are all in play, but they do it in such a way that it makes it seems it's still surprising when you when that turn actually unveils itself. So that happens so, here. I don't know. Well, does it? I think it I, does. That's the one thing I would say about this movie is I feel like it, it's it's over the top absurdism. Yeah. That they just all of a sudden, guys, there are seven, eight characters in this movie. Three of them are serial killers. Oh, Think about that. It is Th- almost forty percent of the characters in this movie are serial killers. So, is that, is watch, that that's watching not this is like it's not watching normal. this is like if you got to the realization of like the end of season three of Dexter when everybody was kind of like, hey, does this show suck? Maybe it's <laughs> weird how many serial killers are and this show sucks. But instead of three years, they did it in like forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There's a point where two different characters that are just like on screen and good leave. Uh, and it's revealed. Well, that's not that. The, that's not exactly. One of them is in a okay. Cell. It, it is revealed within about five minutes that okay. 
Two of the characters that are both framed as being good are horrible, violent serial killers that have bodies. What the movie does right, though, and I want to talk about what it does right in this aspect because it sets up this very weird mystery of what the fuck is going on, and then it cuts. I'm I'm just going to say parenthetically, mysteries. Yeah, there's an S on the end of that one. (laughs) I don't understand what's going on. The only character I know I identify with is Mark. You said her name earlier, Eggie. Heggy. Eggers, Heggy, Heggy is like this. Heggy, yeah, this this new the the the, the new the officer new, at the department. Yeah. Her name's right? actual Rachel. I don't I don't know if they really even use that throughout the thing, but other than Whatever. when it's scraped on the wall, that's the only one you're identifying with. And she's trying to figure out what's going on. But then, as the omniscient like follower of the camera, you're like, oh, and by the way, her sergeant that she still trusts is just absolutely pummeling someone to death with his fists and putting the corpse in his fridge. So we we suddenly jump cut to him beating the shit out of his gay lover who he's a avenging angel for. No, that's one person. There's a whole board in this precinct of people of men who are missing. So where I, where I'm saying killed where I, yes. And where I'm saying that the groundwork was laid in this is that you don't see a single human in this movie that is not involved in this web of like sin being exacted by this devil or wait, whatever. Oh, wait. Well, now so you're I, talking I, I about what the movie does appreciate... wrong for me. Now you're hard into what it does wrong for me. I no, actually, no, 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 no. Hold on. No, hold on. Hold no. on. Hold on. No Jake way. is actually talking to me about what the movie does right. Where if we are to assume that Liam Cunningham's character in this movie as six is like, actually Satan or at least a high level Lieutenant of Satan. Yes. He would probably be concentrating his efforts on a town in which there was a high concentration of serial killers. Well, I don't even all know working in the police town, right? I that's don't the, even, that's the biggest concentration of evil. That's like their That's on their map. They need to I, like probably address that soon. I don't know that this is as much a town as it is a purgatory. Like this might not even be like a reality. That's a second thing that I figured we would get oh. to later, but I also don't. No, I, I don't. This place I don't dislike. I don't dislike that. I don't dislike that at all. Like if it, I feel like going through this movie, it doesn't really matter to me that it, like this definitely doesn't need to be like a real small town in Scotland. This could be, it, then it makes no sense for him to have to convince the woman to be his partner in doing these murders. He doesn't have to convince her of anything. He doesn't have to convince her of anything. He does. No. You, what, he, he really does. Devil. This, this, the, in a strange way, this whole movie is a courtship, and we have fully what thrown does he our explain format to, out the window. <laughs> explain to me what he has to convince her of. That I, Being what I'm lover? doing is righteous, and you love me, and we need to do this together. I don't think he has. He doesn't. That's need the whole that. climax of the movie. He, he no, Jack, that's the last Jack, five seconds of the movie. It's, he, it's he Liam wants that. Cunningham. He has. To, he doesn't have to convince anybody that they yeah, should be. Well, his. okay. A, that's the last five seconds. B, that's what he wants. It's not what he needs. We need to be clear here. It re- he can always resolution instead of climax. That was a mistake on my yeah. part. And also, it's like a footnote. It, it it's like what it's a thing that he wants, and also not at all related it's, to like what happens in the movie. I don't. But I it is don't, hold on the romantic related. side of this. It's the entire story. We have been cross talking. Disagree with for that. He's gonna now. go ahead and do his work regardless, but he probably wants this. I the the romantic weird side plot of this 
is not something that is is a footnote though. It's all, that, uh, it's not that in is, your face. It, did this feel it's, in, it's your face in your face? It's not in your face, but it's not in your face, but like the the fact that that's how this movie resolves is I think definitively the thing that this movie does wrong is like making It's a, a weird, 5 second romantic thing. relationship. Yeah, but it kind of cheapens the whole experience. Because it means that he like that then then if you're saying the whole thing was purgatory for me to buy that then he had to bring this woman to purgatory for the express reason of recruiting her to his grim why team. why it's why a, does that a, why Jake, is that Jake, the Jake, express Jake, Jake, reason Jake it's like, about the implications okay I, that that I, that feels co- like a convenient thing for you to shit on I don't know I'm feeling attacked again that that's a small thing the, compared the, to what this I, movie does I didn't write a whole lot of stuff down about this movie. But the one thing I definitively had and does wrong is why the fuck did they interject a romantic subplot into the last it's two minutes so of this movie? Weird. It's so weird. The, the last two minutes. Yeah, but, no, but like that's the whole movie. Why? Uh, why? Jake, okay, so why? What? I don't. If you're, you're going to make. You're getting so defensive. What? The, the end. Okay, so let's just phrase this as writing a paper, right? The the last and, and Mark, paragraph. Mark, if you would please, could you please use "I feel" statements and not <laughs> "you did" statements? <laughs> when you're when you're writing an argumentative piece, a rhetorical piece, the last paragraph, the conclusion is where you make your statement of purpose. And I, Jack, feel like <laughs> I feel like when you interject something that is randomly romantic like love story thing it cheapens and changes the entire purpose of the movie up to that point like why even include that we we have a long history of not allowing like a very small piece of the end of the movie ruin the entire experience i'm not disagreeing with you but i think it's bullshit to say that the movie is cheapened by a choice that it makes at the end, which I don't disagree with you on. I have a direct rebuttal to this, which is that we talked <laughs> about we talked about the movie VFW either either two weeks ago or eight years ago. VFW was clear a long time ago. <laughs> it was probably a month ago. I don't know. We talked about the movie VFW, and that movie, the resolution of it is that they decide to sell the drugs that they were fighting against the entire movie and therefore make enough money to like prop themselves up. And that scene is literally, I mean, 30 to 45 seconds and it breaks the narrative of the entire I, movie. And I don't care like that. I, that's where you we're did care. To, you did care at the time. I, I, that <laughs> does not No, I still, I, I'm, we can go back. I am on the record. That movie was fun. I like that movie. I'm not going to allow something that happens at the very end to ruin the experience of the movie. Do I we're wish arguing, that it was not that? Ultimately, ultimately we're arguing, we're arguing about the, the story same category, point. which doesn't have any impact on what our overall scores are anyway. So, yeah. I mean, we're supposed to be what the movie does, right? <laughs> yeah. We, this is, this is <laughs> Actually, the most script we've gone for yeah. a long time. Let me, let me turn this back around. I think like everything that we've talked about here, the sheer, like opacity of how this is set up and how hard it is to read is like what's actually happening is one of the movie's strengths. That is one of the choices that it makes. And the fact that like, this is in like this strange nether region of like, what the fuck is this real life? Is this some purgatory? I like that. I I think that's people talk about when they, when, when they reference the Netherlands. No. (laughs) Oh, that's Holland. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to make sure. Um, 
I have it. Let's talk about violence for one quick second, because sure. that's what this movie does, right? To it sure to, is to transition off of that long and meandering piece of us arguing with each other. I actually, Mark, I this think episode's we're only look, an hour long so far. I don't know what I, you're talking about. I think we're gonna look back on that and find that there's validity to it, though. Like, oh, it, this is a strange enough movie that you kind of have to do that. And I think that ultimately, yeah. that's one of the movie's strengths. You might in a disagree. in a strange way, what this movie does right, it does wrong. And you can't you can't separate I, them. I agree with that. But beyond that, what this movie does right is its scenes of violence, and this is a yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> holy shit! This is an awesome like action movie thing that's just buried in a horror. Oh my god! <laughs> buried <laughs> in horror. <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, there definitively is horror here, but this is an action horror movie. There are incredible yeah. scenes of action culminating in. The McCready sequence at the end, I still don't understand McCready's character even at all. But he shows up with a shotgun. People are running around, tripping, falling, cutting their necks on windows. There's fire. There's people hiding behind stuff. There's again, there's a shotgun. I, that there's, whole a bat, se- there's a battering ram. There's a battering ram. The, the whole, I love. I hey, something this movie does right. Fire. There's so many things happening, and it's so fucking awesome. Something this movie does right. You have a battering ram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Something you do. this movie does right. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, he, here's also like another way this movie subverts what you think is gonna fucking happen in it at all is like when the when Liam Cunningham tell, makes the guy kill himself by bashing his face into the bars. Uh-huh. That scene is gruesome and violent in a cringy way, and you think, okay, that's the kind of movie I'm watching. But then the violence yeah. shifts to wildly campy and so fun. Yeah. I would, I again, I would not call this campy even whatsoever. You guys continue to miss over the that top. Phrase. But I, I hear what you're saying. It is funny that you expect that there's going to be a a run of those things where. Lee, where uh, Six's character is like digesting these people, making them atone for their sins, and then ultimately making them kill themselves in brutal ways, and that happens once, and then before you can really even think about it, Rachel Higgy, w- w- the main character, is yeah. fighting off the other two cops, trying to kill her, and then there's a guy with barbed wire strapped around his chest, bursting through the front of the station yeah, and bur- I, it, covered in fire. What I the think, fuck are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, and to be like to be clear about that, I think that like one of those subversions is you think that Six's character is going to go and like systematically make these people atone for like whatever their sin is. And he does and then, one. He does one. And he does the, one and then all of a sudden you have mayhem ensue where these people are like in their own combat, which is just weird. <laughs> it's just really weird and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. It's super weird. <laughs> I mean, I certainly agree. The last thing I had in what the movie does right is the intro, which... It's so stylized. I mean, as, as long as... Yeah, I mean, we, already, gonna... we already pontificated on something that lasts about 45 seconds, so I feel like we can also expand a little bit on something that's about two minutes long, but the intro of this movie rules the 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 soundtrack is exactly correct for oh, what you dude. want the, the soundtrack Ravens... is something this movie does right that bomb like yeah the, the in, yeah. like industrial yeah techno beat um 
But beyond that, there's like the way they cross cut between Liam Cunningham doing his thing. I keep wanting to say Liam Neeson. I apologize. Uh, I trying do, to. It's Liam. trying to trying to do his thing. Yeah. Ravens flying across the camera, and then just these like bleak shots of the Irish slash Scottish. I don't know. Welsh Scottish it's countryside. Scotland. This is in Scotland. They're in Edinburgh. Yeah. Okay. Scot- Scottish countryside. Um, that sets the tone. So fucking well for this movie. I mean, I as soon as that started playing, I was like, I'm in on this I mean, thing. the movie, cool. the, yeah, the movie starts in a hyper-stylized format, right? With him, like, literally riding in on, like, the breath of the ocean with that murder of crows. It, it is, I feel like you're going to love that or you're going to hate it. And that is, I actu- loved that. That's actually, this is a great transition. I think you'll find it's a parliament of ravens. This, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> sure, Mark. Sure. This this is actually something that does middle. That's my because favorite noise I think I've ever heard. <laughs> I love it. We probably collectively gathering what I've heard. Jack said it out loud. Mark, you basically said it. We loved it. I feel like if there is a certain group of people that you could watch two minutes of this and be like, what the fuck is happening? And really dislike that. And, and, and those two minutes can be sampled from any of these 90 I, you could show anyone a sampling of two minutes of this movie. Yeah, fully random. We, look, and part of this is that we no just we did we were talking about these episodes back to back, right? But we just did the Mothman prophecies, which is two hours and two minutes of absolutely nothing happening, followed immediately by ninety-one minutes of so many things happening. <laughs> yeah, followed by a movie where you could watch three minutes of a movie and have two twists happen to you. Yeah. Um, I prefer this one. (laughs) I agree. Yes, I agree as well. (laughs) To get to middle, I prefer this one, but I do think that this is going to be polarizing. Uh, Well, well, also, well, we're still in uh, Does Right. It's fine, dude. You already transitioned us into Does Middle. You did this already. Mark, we were off at the beginning. I love a bad. I love a badass female protagonist, and she is so fucking cool and awesome, and just like no nonsense, just doing push-ups from the start of this thing. Fucking oh yeah! Rad. I'll tell you. I'll tell you character. what this movie is. Middle. All it does is remind me that we desperately need to rewatch uh, Last Shift. Oh yeah, my god! I mean, yeah, we do need to rewatch. I, I watch. Mm, Mark, they're different. It is. It I is. no, it I is. don't. I it don't is. agree with that it take. Is. I think they're different. I don't think okay. you should compare the two. I think what we should do is maybe do like a little bit of a like happens in a precinct dive where it's like this last shift assault on precinct assault yeah. on precinct thirteen <laughs> yeah. the void like a bunch of shit. Get we already we have already reviewed the void. Do it again. Fine. I've also already reviewed also, the last that doesn't shift happen and the assault on Precinct 13. Mark, we've reviewed we all of those movies. We haven't reviewed Last Shift. Is that on true? On the podcast. Can that possibly yeah, be true? Yeah, Last, Last Shift was prior to the podcast. We've yeah. reviewed it wow. officially on the website, but it was prior no, to the podcast. No, we, we definitely should do Last Shift. I like that movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, Last Shift fucking rules. Yeah. That movie stuck with me more than almost any we've talked about in the last four years in a very strange way. So that's, I mean, it's funny because like I watched this a while ago and it stuck with me and I wanted to know why. Because it's, uh, it's absolutely insane. Because of its weird. abject insanity. Yeah, I like <laughs> insanity. I don't know. As far as what this movie does middle, though, I do want to bring up that in the first half of this movie, they try and pull a bunch of jump scares with the Liam Cunningham white eye jump scare thing. Yeah, that hits. Nah, that's not it's, its strength. It is a. It's an effective, I would say, jump scare. Happened one time. 
twice, at least twice. I think three times. It's effective once. Oh, oh first sure. time. Yeah, but the third time you're like, fuck. It off. looks cheesy and is a pretty cheap effect, but I mean, yes. like at least. We just talked about the Mothman prophecies where they use a bunch of stuff to absolutely no avail. I mean, at least it works once, so that's why I'm putting it in the middle. Do we do we agree the worst one is uh, in Sergeant McCready, when Sergeant McCready has his victim dead body in the tub? In the bathroom? Yeah, that's yeah. the worst one, right? That I mean, the like, best oh, one's the first on. one in the car, because I didn't really expect this to be a jump scare movie at all. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that he's in the backseat, I enjoyed that. It looked indie, to say... That's putting it kindly. Um, yeah. But after that, it was just like, I don't need another one of these. Do once. Do it once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a trick you can do You can do once, and it's fine. And if you do it four times, it's like you're retelling the joke that you didn't think everybody heard, but then yeah. everybody heard it, and they just didn't think it was funny. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Ex- uh, by, yeah. I, it, I was exhausted of it, for sure. By it. Yep. What am I? Mark- chopped liver? You're making that joke a lot. You made that same reference uh, on not last episode, but a couple episodes ago. Well, see, the thing about that, Jack, is that when we record these, uh, it might be close chronologically, but when they come out, it's like, you know, six weeks apart. Well, now this will become a whole thing about me that I don't appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I'm pretty sure that was on the Patreon cast, so... Uh, No, it wasn't. It was on the episode I edited today. My apologies. My apologies, listener. Yeah. This Um, is just me being unoriginal. So, I I don't know if this is quite middle or wrong, but I hate the hoops this movie jumps through to try and do the moral relativization that it does of, like, he, Liam Cunningham as the devil has to kill all of these people, so the movie wants to try and to make them equally bad, and so it's like... what. But some of it's like, why? then why even fucking have that? Like, he seems to be so, upset with the two officers because they're adulterers in the first we, instance. I, I, I sort of like this as a, let's assume, let's assume that hell is relatively data-driven and they <laughs> concentrate evil based <laughs> off of a numeric score. That's and right. there's this small <laughs> county in Scotland where there are two at least serial killers and a person who frequently drives drunk and a few other folks and some cops that are crooked. And <laughs> I all totally promise you've glossed over a few other folks. One of whom Liam Cunningham says is a hypocrite. There are serial killers and murderers and, and a hypocrite also. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm that was kill that guy too. Thing. As far as Dante's concerned, that's a relatively big thing. I guess that's like the sixth circle. Uh, but my point here is that, like, if they're if they're doing sort of like a weight a weighted analysis of like where to deploy the devil to collect Jesus his Christ. souls, you think that's what's happening? As a weighted fucking analysis, we're seeing Hell we're has seeing the most resources. exaggerated sampling bias of where the devil ends up landing, and we think it's absurd. Can you imagine there's so much evil here? But a role a role in hell is like you, you're going to be a data scientist. You're like a the middle least bad offender, so you're going to be yeah, a data scientist. Yeah, this is scientist. my afterlife you're talking about here, Jake. Well, it's fine. I mean, whatever. It's wor- it's better than a lot. Better I can than guarantee most. you. I can guarantee you they use Microsoft Office 1995 in hell. That's not tremendous. But Mark, what you're bumping up against here is this movie is really making me think a lot about like the actual 
religious logic of any of it, and it all breaks down so quickly, and it's all so stupid. Wait, religion breaks down when you think about it? Oh, oh no. No, but that's but I mean, this movie, like, makes me think about it. This movie isn't just, like, it's not like The Exorcist of Emily Rose, where it's like, ah, the devil's there, and it's causing bad hey, shit. Hey, Jack, like, I, movie, I, might, like, I might venture to guess that this movie was made by people who aren't profoundly religious. <laughs> Either way, one hundred percent agree. Yeah, like then they go too far into that. Are or aren't? Are not. I, 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 then they it, go it too is, far into it. It is weirdly <laughs> prescient. I would say one of the best scenes in this movie is when literally the devil and Macready are counterquoting each other on the Old Testament. I mean, and that was a good scene. Yeah, at the a time, at, at yeah. the point where if you know. As as this was the first time I watched it, that doesn't mean that much to me. But when you go back and you watch and you're like, this is a serial killer avenging people based on the Old Testament and the devil himself quoting the Bible at each other. Like, it actually becomes an, in like a pretty solid scene. Yeah. But I, I mean, to your I, point, this is exactly what I had and what the movie does wrong is that it's way too fucking religious. They're, they go way the, too hard on these themes. The moral relativism yeah. they do of, like, adulterers who also then we threw in a scene about them beating a man to death as abusive police officers because I guess adultery wasn't bad enough even though it's one of the venal sins. Are we in wrong now? Yes. Yes. I said okay, I good. didn't know whether this was I'm making wrong, No, it, it is wrong, though. Like, that's I what think I was, we were wrong I was, when we started talking about this movie. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't understand this episode. Mark. Sorry. How dare you. Mubby. Mubby. <laughs> Sorry. I want to start back up with what is this town? I so Purgatory. Uh, Theoret no 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 I, I except I for not, with a random woman not, in there. Hold on. I am not willing to go to the fact that this is purgatory. I agree. They frame this fully as this is set within a normal town, and we are not to believe anything opposing that. It There's just no happens to have no one living in it elsewise, and yeah. everyone is alive. Mark, also, it's a town of 1,000 people of whom 15 have been serially murdered in one night. And where the fuck is an ambulance? You don't have a single goddamn EMT that can come to take a dead body away? Why? What, who would what call is the, the world? Who, what is the would, world that this movie is building? Who would call the ambulance? Uh, Rachel. Heggy. Heggy would call the emergency dispatch and be like, hey, you know that one ambulance that we have? Can yeah. you send that yeah. to the police station, please? Oh, yeah, get, for the guy who bashed Guess what has literally yes. never happened? An officer being like, hey, doctor, who I've arrested for being a serial killer also, uh, I'm going to let you out of your cell to tend to a different prisoner who tried yeah. to kill himself. That's yeah, he's like, you better let me out. Jesus. I'm the only one here. Yeah, is it would have to be a town of like, I don't know. Eight people. people, seven yeah. who have, I guess that's, have been I guess murdered. That's, I guess that's sort of what I think this movie does wrong, is it backs itself into a corner that it itself does not believe in. Yeah. Like, no, I, I think, I okay, I think it's, it's movie, written as though this is a community of, like, 40 people, but they know it's the also serial written drunk like, a, like, a, like, a, like a city of about two or 3,000 okay, people. Okay, so here's, here's where I'm, I, my take on that, and we've been mentioning it throughout the episode... Um, is that I think this movie is interesting and it's clever question mark. I'm gonna use the word clever because I can't think of something better right now. But it it has an interesting take 
But that puts it in that situation, like you just said, Mark, where it backs itself into a corner because it can't possibly back up the questions that come from, like, is this... If you're going to take the purgatory route, there's a lot of other issues. If this is an actual town, there are a lot of issues. Like, yeah, there's it always issues no matter yeah, what. Yeah, there are issues take. that it cannot solve, so you kind of just have to suspend your disbelief a little bit, and, like, that's something that it does wrong. It belongs in this category. It it does. Like, it just does. Yes, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why I brought if, it up here, you'll find. Yeah. No. Uh, on that train, the the drunk driver, eighteen year old asshole, like he's a local drivers. in the precinct for being a drunk driver, and he still has his license and is driving around and has hit two different people in one evening drunk driving around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and he's the good guy. For the record, hell he's of a the good guy. He yeah, he's the, the good he's one. The good he's guy. the good guy in this movie. He's, he's the, the one who isn't aligned with the devil. <laughs> His name was crossed off because he was too, like, cowardly or whatever to admit yeah, his sins. Yeah, he would have been fine if he'd said, yeah, I hit that girl and then also drove away. I hit a a toddler with my car while I was drunk driving and almost killed her. Yeah. She's like, like a normal four. age. Two, she's, like, she's like 24. No, I think they said she was four. No, she was definitely She's a, not four. They show her many human. times. She's in her 20s. Okay, whatever. I hit a human who was dying. <laughs> Did you watch and then I hit. I thought he I meant like a tea toddler, and I was like, hmm? Well, that's a. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> like a teen toddler, you know? Like one of those teen toddlers? A tea toddler. That's not anything more. That's not a more real thing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what is happening? What okay, happened so to he us? He hits this woman, then he drives her he drives away, he hits someone else, and all he needs to do to be absolved is admit to the devil that he hit a woman with his car while he was drunk driving. He that's and that's the good guy. Yeah, Mark. I mean, in deference to the movie, he hasn't it's, serial It's probably killed. fair from a from a perspective to say like literally all you have to do is admit you're wrong. And yeah. this character, this person who is fundamentally flawed, is incapable of actually facing the consequences of their actions. I kind of actually buy that as far and as... And in the movie's defense, he's only an attempted serial killer and not an actual serial killer. Because the second person he hit with this car he's was like the, the devil. Fourth, he's like the fourth on the priority he list. He would have been a literal serial killer if the second person he hit with this car that one night wasn't the actual devil. You know what? Then that yeah, the who who has that not happened to? You know. <laughs> I also just think about this night they're having where oh the my new god, officer the... is like I saw Liam Cunningham get hit with a car. We should be on the lookout for this guy. They yeah. find that guy. You've already blown the whistle, Mark. Have you? Yeah. Or was that last? I time? have no, not blown blow the whistle. whistle. I blow the whistle. Well, blow for it the now. Last episode. Blow it now. Think the think of the night they're having. Wow, just blow it while I'm talking. Um, <laughs> And then they find the victim of this hit and run, and the doctor tries to stab him with a letter opener. The doctor is by far, in my opinion, the doctor is by far the most ludicrous character in this movie, and that is including (laughs) McCready. That's not even yeah. McCready is the most ludicrous character. The doctor is strapped in barbed wire and a shotgun, and (laughs) and I still think. And I still think the doctor's fucking weirder, man. That guy, that guy is insane. That guy is like, I had to kill my family because I'm bored and I'm like pontificating on the mysteries of the universe Jake, and whether or not. Bored? 
Oh, I've been bored a lot, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm Take bored right now. You better wearing. look Take out. You better killer. look out. You I've never being... been more happy to be recording remotely from you, <laughs> We, Hey, you got to stay safe, you know what I mean? <laughs> Social distancing is an, also an important factor in preventing and not getting killings. serial killed. Uh, that the doctor is a sneaky, craziest person. He's low key craziest. And then she lets him out of his cell. I'm sorry. Yeah. Are we having a competition for who is the craziest person in this? I, in this okay. Apparently, look, like, look. Apparently, look. Look. It's, look, look, it's McCre- this movie is wrong. It's what? It's not. No. Like, look. It's McCready, but the doctor is like right on his heels. In a low key way. No, in a high key way. High key. High key. They highlight high that key a lot. on his heels. Okay, good. So you agree with me more than I thought. High oh key. Oh my god. Oh my god. Liam Cunningham talks about the two officers as adulterers, like they both committed an equal crime. But the man cheated <laughs> on his wife and his children, and the woman just fucked a guy. They are not is, equivalent criminals. It, it really, it really is funny to refocus the lens of like Dante's Inferno through modern society and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, suicides and adulterers used to be equivocated with people who like just straight up sold out their entire country to to an invading force and were straight up murderers and all this other stuff." Like there are things that are, I mean. They're not good, but they're relatively excusable in modern society. And then there yeah, are things like, that, like, no, you probably shouldn't straight up fucking murder your neighbor. Yeah, look, look, fucking a married guy, it's not great. That's it's, not a good it, but Saturday it's not the, night. It's, but it's not on the same level as murdering a bunch of people. And, and it's it's not even on the same level as cheating on your wife or spouse. <laughs> or, like, even those two are wildly different. Yeah, both are bad. But, I mean, if you're going to do one... Don't murder people. Yeah. That's I mean, that would be preferable. Like, not not literally killing people would be great. But, Jake, where does it say that in the Bible? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't... Eh. If uh, only there were, like, an ordered, like, a numbered list of commandments or something like that. that yeah, we that, like, six or right seven of them were about not calling God Yeah, literally, all else. you have to do is not be jealous of your neighbor, I think. <laughs> God. We're in nitpicks, right? Can I do a nitpick? Yeah, please. I do a nitpick, dude. Uh, my... Number one nitpick on this movie is that when she's overhearing the two cops talking about murdering her, she's just standing in the hallway. You could, like, from the perspective of whatever that dude's name is, he can see her. He can just see her. She's in her, she she is in his Warnick line of sight. or whatever. Yeah, those two cops are the dumbest They're the worst cops ever. They're so um, I mean, they're really stupid. good at fucking, but they're really bad at police work. They are really what? good at fucking. <laughs> she's like, she says, he's like, oh, I'm, and she says, don't finish yet. And he immediately finishes and then says, I'm <laughs> Tell not me about to it. go again. Story he of my life. sucks. That guy so, sucks. He sucks. Yes. <laughs> but you, know, that, you, you let in like you, you said they're not say. good at fucking. He sucks at fucking. Just they, as a couple, are not good at fucking. Yeah, but they're not a couple. It's like, I, well, okay. hold on. I actually feel like they're probably really good at fucking. That's, but but my point is, they're that's like the best part of their. Police she work. might be really good at fucking. A good fuck then, leaves both parties satisfied, Mark. And these two are both very clearly satisfied. She does not leave that satisfied. I don't she know. She slapped him to it get his dick hard again. I, I mean, the other seems... part of that though is you want to leave him wanting more. You know what I mean? Oh, Jesus, I don't care anymore. I'm over this. I'm over it. <laughs> in any case, there is a scene in this movie where 
They're actively plotting to murder a fellow police officer, and that police officer is not only overhearing their conversation, but is in very clear, direct line of sight to one of the parties of the conversation. So what the hell? Like, even your peripheral vision, like, you would pick this up. This is very easy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's not, like it's in not those, good. It's like in those episodes of Frasier where they go in the kitchen to talk about something secret, but the kitchen just has an open window into the living yes. room, and you're like, yeah. that is not a secret conversation. Yeah, you, you, you got a sidebar. Frasier. Sidebar with yeah. this person. Yeah, did, definitely did not check the 12. <laughs> I would say this all, This movie also has the uh, like weird Michael Bay 1990s problem of how much fucking ammo does this guy have in the shotgun? Granted, most trench shotguns have an eight-shot round, but like, there's a, there's a lot of shots happening. I feel like he kept reloading. I don't know. Did he? I yeah. didn't see it's a all, single scene a lot of reloading. Of it's Maybe I just screen, missed it. Though. Yeah, no, I never saw reloading, but it's all off But he takes so. so much time. I don't know. I don't know. If he fires more than 8 to 12, then, and it felt like he did, then that's oh, too many. Oh, he definitely did. Yeah, exactly. So this, this is now in the like commando level of- I feel like he was reloading. Reload. There was, there was it's, enough it's time. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> Yeah, it really and is. And honestly, like, but I, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, I get that's a nitpick, but, like, this Chill is fully, out. This is fully in the period Screw of the movie you. where it's, like, just, it's gone. You're fired. You're ta- having a conversation outside of me, and I don't appreciate it. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies are the best. If we ever Mark's cancel this yes. thing and do, like, another thing, we should probably just focus on Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. This is the Arnold Schwarzenegger cast. Yeah. Mark, speaking of those, those two idiot cops being bad at things, she walks in and when they're the the new officers trying to bond with her and she says we're not friends we're absolutely nothing and like i thought about that for a second i'm like i understand that this is a weird thing we're in a fight but like at a minimum we are co-workers who are two of the four officers in this small town we're not nothing that's a weird thing that you just right. said and walked away from ha- as from. as a person who on a day-to-day basis has to like actively manage people and try and formulate morale and stuff amongst groups of people what really <laughs> like really <laughs> we're as, not friends you are an nothing. adult human please just get along all i want you to do is get along with each other well, and like, if I was, I'd be like, I understand we don't like each other, and that's fine. This is going to be weird, but you said we're nothing, and you're just wrong about that. We're at a yeah. bare minimum. I mean, co-workers. at a minimum, you are coworkers, and that means that yeah. you should be trying to get. There's involved. a whole problematic thin blue line thing happening between us, ostensibly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could probably like, you know, punt. You could like expand that, make that like a whole theme, but they didn't. They didn't go that route. No, no, sure didn't. Yep. That is also a problem that these people just don't get along, and that and really, really, that's kind of the theme of the whole movie. These people just don't get along. They're not friendly because no. they're all serial killers. <laughs> because literally, all of them are serial killers. Oh my god, they're all serial killers. Do we have any other nitpicks? Or can we go to ratings? No. I have a nitpick. Oh no. Okay, here we go. Uh, no, this is tangential. It's a great transition. Oh, good. Ratings. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I watched this on Amazon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Yeah, I, I think it on Amazon. Uh, but I did. Movie... I paid for it, so I wouldn't watch it with ads. Yes. This, exactly. Yeah, well, no ads. Yeah, me too. Um, this movie ended, and it had like a next up thing. And the next up movie. This is not a nitpick with the movie, but it's a nitpick with Amazon. 
The next up movie was, I shit you not, Twilight. Oh, yeah, that happened for us, too. Oh, that's weird. I do not understand what the algorithm is saying in this. That's super weird. So, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. I thought that was a me thing. The fact no, that it happened to you no, no, makes no. it even... That was also what was served up to us. Uh, it was just like, what we have the... to actively scramble to turn the... Because it's are... just going to autoplay in 10 seconds. <laughs> and I like how it's like a scram... Coming from this hyper-violent masterpiece of weirdness. Masterpiece. Um, well, yeah, masterpiece was not the right word. But, you know, entertaining piece of things. Um, it surely was a thing that we watched. Weird to go to Twilight. <laughs> Uh, and the fact that you were scrambling to get away from Twilight says a lot about us, so I might have a nitpick with us. Nah, I don't. Not Twilight sucks. Fuck it. This is yeah. your airing of oh, hot take. Hot take Bezos from Jake. Big There's... chrome dome. Hot take, hot take from Jake is that Twilight sucks. Yeah, it's a hot take. I'm sure hot it's take. hot. I, guys, hot. I'm sorry. I would like we're to We're going to ratings apologize. right now. Right Let's go to ratings. Hot. Ratings. Hot take. And if you win, you get the shiny fiddle made of gold. The devil gets your soul. We over-80s horror use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Joe Maturo, who would rate how material it is. It's immaterial. And for 10, think of how good of a sex person Kenneth Parcell is. I'm a real good sex person. I do it all the different ways. Story's the first category to rate these movies. Jake, your pick, your story rating. I feel like I'm going to get berated for this just because the way that this movie is gone. I gave it a six and a half. <laughs> so high. Yeah. I already knew I it was like, going to yeah. be too high when high. you started talking. Yeah, I know. It's so I know. high. I know. I know. I know. I I really like. <laughs> it's a quantity over quality thing, you know. There's a lot of story here. There is actually, a lot of story. Of, actually, you just you <laughs> you just made my argument for me. That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, that's, um, that's what's funny about it. <laughs> there it. It is funny. I, I like the bonkersness of this. You can have a bonkers story, and you can engage me with that, and I'm going to get more into engagement in the next category, but the fact that you have the quantity to set up that engagement is something to be said. Therefore, I gave it a six and a half. Wow. Mark, how about you? I mean, I lockstep with Jake on this one. I gave it a four and a half, which means I'm a full point below average. And it's a what quantity do you mean you're in lockstep with thing. Jake on this? You're too no, I, I hear what I know what he means. Yeah, thank you. One of you gets me. Uh, this is it's it's there's so much story here that it actively detracts from the movie watching experience. There is a mm. point where twists are welcome and fun, and there is a point where they're starting to abuse the person who's actually watching the movie. And this is getting to the point where you can't. Yes. You, you, you just can't. When, when they're abused, when, are you abused? When Does the, the third you? or fourth serial killer shows up in the movie, <laughs> that that's it's it's just too much. It hurt. This you. is the yeah. This is beginning to hurt the experience. This is the exact opposite of judicious lack thereof from a oh, story yeah. perspective. I fucking love that, dude. <laughs> Okay. The story hurts the movie watching experience. <laughs> no, it yes. doesn't. It, it's so I give good. I give it a four, and I'm frankly bringing it down to a three because we haven't even talked about the fact that the protagonist was kidnapped as a small child. Yeah, that by kidnapping a thing has saved even come up by yet. the devil. Oh, how did I do by that? The devil, because how there's so much that? insane shit it's happening. So good. 
It's so good. That's oh the core of the movie. God. I yeah. guess I'm giving it a four, and I'm being generous. Oh, this you just is... said three, but now yeah, you, you said, said four. four. No, and then you said three, and then you said four again. So no, I, I said I might bring it. it down to a three because uh, of the thing we hadn't talked about You gave about it a four. Yet. I'm happy you brought up that weird kidnapping thing. It's not that weird. It's her backstory. It's very it's weird. Like, it's like one thing. The fact that that is a footnote in this her like horrifically fucking weird thing is preposterous. I yeah, know. it's a four. It It is this... a lot of story. This needs editing. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. That's why it's not high. For None of us six gave it a high score. Half. Oh, that's why it's not high. Yeah, sorry. That, six and a half is a D, Jack. That's high for fuck? you, Jake. That is high for you. No, that's in no, your it's top not. quartile. No. Yes. No. Mark, Wait, you... what is Jake's average story score? Average. Okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Averaged. Oh my God, we have reviewed so many movies. Holy shit! <laughs> this episode one, <laughs> oh, two, this episode two hundred. Five point eight two is is Jake's average. Hmm. So, so this is a lot of bad. Pretty significantly bad above average. Not really. I mean, that's like right. Around I mean, why area. would we watch? Why would we actively? This is this is the IGN thing response from a long time ago. But why would we actively try and review bad movies? Well, but but also we a low generally. Like, review oh, because you inject them into the. Yeah, because Mark, you pick a lot of them, but they're but like hey, I don't think a hey, four and hey, five. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> cool it. You saw it. You're fine. It's I a also, better story than the last movie. That's all I have to say. Uh, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah, I'd rather uh, watch Let Us Pray than fucking Mothman Prophecy. World Jesus. building and immersion is our second category. Jake, what is your world building and immersion? This is where I'm a little higher. I went, I went with a seven and a half here. This movie. Jack, I said at the top of the episode, and thing this does prime right for me is that the ratchet happens. I love that in a horror movie, as I'm finding out. And it starts slow, but opaque and slightly strange, and you're kind of wondering and searching for what's going to happen. And with the choices that it makes for the last, for honestly, like quite a bit of the runtime, I am glued to the screen. It's fucking insane. And I can't not pay attention to it for better or worse. That is immersive. Yeah, fair enough, Mark. What is your world building and immersion score? I'm inclined to agree with Jake, but I gave him, I gave the whole thing a six, which is that I find this movie very watchable. But the absurdity of the story as a whole actively detracts from my watching experience. So I understand you could probably I'm I I feel like this might be sort of like a dead center thing where I could. I could see you going immersion like eight, and I could see you going immersion like three, and I just sort of landed in the middle of that range, so that's <laughs> where I am. Yeah, I gave it a five for world building immersion. I okay. don't. I mean, I was kind of immersed in terms of I want to know what the fuck else they're gonna do. That's fascinating. Liam Cunningham is like infinitely watchable. That dude he sure is. Steals yeah. the scene. Yes. Yeah. But then also they did an actively bad job building a world where it's not believable if it's purgatory. It's not believable if it's a real town. So like either whatever world they were trying to build, they did a bad job of building it. It doesn't feel cohesive or coherent. I don't know. And a strange world can be a world. Can be, but this one isn't even cohesively strange. It's just I think it, I think it is much better as a purgatory that they do absolutely no work to earn. Than they yes. do yeah. as it's an actively bad British town that they th- is the thing that they try. And so set I think up. that this movie might be doing one of the things we should be going faster here. But like typically, what we see is like 
the setup happens, people don't know they're in a horror movie, and then things devolve. Uh, whereas here, it's like kind of fumbling all over itself, and then it gets awesome, which is a kind of strange thing. It is a very strange thing. That's how this thing. movie works. It's kind of backwards. I, I, th- I think yeah. what I would say is if you were doing the um, people in search of an exit, fucking try and do it. Like, do the thing where you're leaning into these folks are in purgatory. Don't half-ass it and end up yeah, in I the agree. middle of the road. Because I totally agree. you're just trying to set this in the middle of a Scottish countryside, you're doing an actively bad job. They're kind of, they problem. kind of end up doing neither. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Th- this movie, I yeah, and I'm going to lean on what I just said, which is I think that I just stumbled upon this in my drunken state, but this movie does the opposite of what we typically see. And maybe that's something that's weirdly magnetic for me too. Uh, I... I really liked the ratchet and the fact that this movie goes from strange to like, I understand the insanity and the choice that it makes and the gruesome violence. Like that's awesome. So this that's is what, a little I mean, bit That's different. why I give it a five. Uh, Cause it's not yeah. any either way. Let's go into effects or judicious lack thereof. No nope, scare factor, scare factor, nope. Jake. Yeah. Scare factor is not, super high like if you're going to give scare factor score here it's going to be more tied to like the morbidity here than anything else i think and there's some more real world violence fear than there is anything else in this movie i gave it a four and that's mostly for the splattery it's not even that splattery but gore like there's some there's some disturbing shit in this movie and that's why i gave it that score but it's not out and out scary Okay, Mark, what is your effects or judicious lack thereof score? Yeah, funny enough, I also gave it a four. We don't need to expound upon this at this point. It's There are things here that are kind of fundamentally disturbing, but it doesn't really do all that, all that much that's unique. So We just fully circled the wagon. Same score, Scores. same reasons. Yeah, let's nice. move on to effects or judicious lack thereof which is what i said last time but mark i meant scare factor last time now we're on effects i got you, you understand jake uh seven and a half here i i liked a lot of what this had going for it jack's giving me the crazy eyes like that was way too high and i don't really appreciate it it is way too high. uh i i disagree with that like it it looks like something out of an 80s movie and i can appreciate that and i like it at least it went for practical and i like that I like the score that it had going with the pulsating rhythm that you had the whole time. That was foreboding. It really did nothing wrong, especially for an indie movie. I think that it was a really nicely done experience. I I don't have a lot to say that was bad outside of the fact that it could have been like better put together overall. But like, if you're going to shit on the crow, don't shit on the crow. I'm going to already say That's that. That's not a saying. Literally, yeah, no hold on. If you're going to do this ever. thing, don't do that thing. It's <laughs> do not it. valid reasoning. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do if it. If you're going to shit on the crow, don't Well, shit you're on giving the crow. me crazy eyes like it was too high. It was way too high. Mark, too what high. is your effects score? Literally, the only thing that I think might come back to bite me in a, in a year or two from now is how good the soundtrack is of this. And that might actually bump this up a little bit. But I did give it a five and a half. That's I think the t- I think Jesus the two Christ, things- that's eyebrow raising worthy. Really, really, a seven and a half is very half. high. You gave it that's a whole four, very high. Points. above average, Jake. That is, but that's very high. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a that is a substantial. It looks increase. good. It looked good in a lot of ways. It it looks fine. The no. two things that I think I will remember about this are the appearance of McCready 
and his costuming, which is very good. I actually fucking love that. That was something that stuck with me from the time before I even saw this movie, and Jake just uploaded the the little snippets of the movie into the thing where I would upload it into Cutting Room and turn that into our montage. But beyond that, the other thing that I will remember is what the weird CG, like, black masking thing looks like as it envelops people as the turn oh, happens. at the very and, end? Yeah, at the very, at very the, end. As the turn happens, it's the last minute of the movie. Yeah, but that's that's exactly when Liam Cunningham is like, yep, I'm literally the devil, and I'm stealing these people's souls, and they yeah. and there's this- He crosses like, their names there's out. There's an explosion yeah. of CG it's that like, happens out of their mouths and like, sucks on- yeah. yeah, it's like a weird tar thing that happened that, that yeah. sucks onto their faces, and both of those- one of those looks bad. One of those looks good. Is ultimately going to balance out effects wise. It's a it's it's dead center. Like it looks good, no. I guess, on average. That's no. I guess what I'm no, no, boiling no. toward. No, 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 no. I give it a five. And, uh, um, no, the only no, things no. you guys haven't mentioned yet are that Jake the crow does look bad. I'm sorry, it does. And I, then every that, time I mean, they bring up the crow feathers, it looks bad, which happens four additional times. You couldn't just get a real movie. feather. You couldn't get a real feather to fall out of people's sleeves. You had to CG a bad black smoke feather. That, that looks part's bad. Shitting um, on the crow itself is not fine. Uh, Liam Cunningham, when he kills that first guy, does it with weird shadow fingers around his face that look absolutely terrible. Oh my god, yeah. There's a the lot of really purple bad shadow movies. fingers look so stupid. And that's but there's like so the much good. There's so thing. much good practical violence in this movie. But dude. there's so much bad too. That's why it's a five for me. No, Let's there's go not. To overall. There's like two Jake, what is your overall score? It's two fucking instances. Uh, I gave this movie a seven. Oh, the I blood sliding is... down the wall looks bad too. Um, I disagree. I give this movie a seven. I think this is a really enjoyable movie. I think this potentially, after having discussed this with both of you, which is valuable for me, uh, might be slightly more up my alley than most people. Uh, if you like, if you like movies that really shift and go for it and get crazy, then this is probably something that you might be interested in. Otherwise, I don't know. Mark, <laughs> I gave it a five and a half. It's, yeah. Okay. This is dead on average. Which means it's recommendable sometimes and recommendable not sometimes. It's not something that like, oh, this is expanding the boundaries of horror and doing things that we've never seen before. But like, it's it's fine. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Yep. There you go. Gave it a six. It's uh, it's pretty good. It's absolutely nonsense, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. Jake, what's thumbs up, thumbs down Thumb, for you? It's a thumbs up for me, especially, and here's the lens I'm going to put it through. Um, if you want an example of indie horror, and honestly, like, the last, I, the fact that this came out in 2014, I'm shook, I'm shook, dude. Uh, last 10 years at this point, this is going to be in the conversation. Like, this is an indie horror example. I think they did a lot of things right and I would put it in that conversation. I think this is a recommendable movie, especially if you're looking for something that's not part of a blockbuster category. All right, Mark. I I guess I would say thumbs up overall, but it'd be... I guess I wouldn't actively not recommend this movie. That's kind of <laughs> like that's kind of where I'm like. Where Mark, I'm that's landing. not. We have a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We have a pretty binary system. Here I know, and that's it's really really hard. I'm gonna go thumbs up. <laughs> it's a thumbs up. 
That's a thumbs down video, from me. I feel like if you want this, you want. I'm gonna recommend Baskin, or I'm gonna recommend Last Shift. There's like so That's many elements. Interesting. I was of, thinking about Baskin while I watched it this time. Yeah, so many elements of what this is that I'd rather recommend. And Baskin is, is too, even weirder. Baskin's so much weirder, which is why I'd recommend it more. It's more mm. right if you're gonna go weird, weird, like do yeah. weird. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Baskin, if you don't want to read subtitles. Although you might need to at certain points in this movie, <laughs> I would highly, I would recommend Last Shift and um, both over this. We movie. should review Last Shift and then we'll we have the trifecta. Should. I think yeah. all three of those movies are pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I do too. I do too. You Either gave way, it a six. Oh my god, six is above average. It's six it's a good. D for degree, dude. That is not how D's I get degrees. Works, oh my god, you're too stuck on the American education system. I am. I'm very stuck on that. You're right. Let's get the fuck out. This was episode 200. <laughs> Woo! We did it. Oh, Big my fan God. Fan. oh my. No, this is 199. 199. No, that was the last episode, Marcus. You're you're confusing this with 2 hours ago. Uh-oh. Oh boy, this was episode 200 of the A to Z Horrorcast. Check out everything we have going on. Head on over to a to z horror.com or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Links are all down there in the description below. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you like what we have going on, you might want to consider becoming a Patreon member right now and for the foreseeable future. We're going to be putting all of that money towards a cause that really matters, and you're going to be getting the same great perks that you would anyway. So give it a thought. As always, the music is coming at you from Super Bear. Their link is down there in the description below as well. And next week, we are going to be coming right back at you with a Mark pick, and that is Cube. That's his last one for this crop. I'm actually ooh, looking ooh. forward to that. It's been a minute. Hell, I'm looking forward to all three of our last picks. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, they're all good. I they're actually, I am great. too. I am too. The last three picks, we've saved the best for last, and that's what October is for, I suppose. Uh, until next week, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. I'm not. I'm not an SD gentleman. What do you, what do you think I am? <laughs>